Hello and welcome to The Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this episode, I'm joined by Longford Chagas advisor Shane Devaney to discuss a campaign he organised in 2018 called Time to Lime. But first, I asked Shane, why is lime so important? Our soils are very acidic, so lime would be used as a neutralising agent to, I suppose, neutralise dim, dim acids um, and to make our conditions more favourable for our microorganisms to um, to increase numbers in, in the soil, which would benefit the use of better use of fertilisers, slurries, um, and get better grass growth. So that would be the main the main benefits of using lime. So Shane, can you quantify the limitations to grass growth and nutrient usage by having a soil pH of say 5.5 versus the optimum pH of 6.3? Um, yes, Catherine, research done in Johnson Castle a number of years ago has shown that where um, two tons uh, per acre of lime was applied, uh, it increased the amount of grass growth by one ton of dry matter per hectare. Um, now, and in this, another scenario where both lime and pea were deficient and they applied uh, lime and the pea together, you got um, an increase in dry matter of one and a half tonnes per hectare. And where are we nationally when it comes to applying lime on beef farms? At the moment versus back in the 70s and 80s, it's quite low. Um, back then, the amount of lime being applied was look, on average around one and a half uh, million tonnes. Um, now, the most recent information we have in 2018, uh, only, I suppose, half the amount of lime was applied versus back then years, I think 750,000 tonnes of lime. So it is something that I suppose farmers have applied less of over the last number of years. So um, I suppose our job is to try and encourage more guys now to start uh, using more of this lime going forward. You arranged a campaign in relation to Lyme in 2018 in County Longford. Can you tell me more about it? I suppose the background of it was just the issue with, <clears throat> I suppose, a lot of people probably not applying Lyme. Um, we had um, a lot of soil samples that had been taken through the last scheme. So we said a lot of information available on the Lyme requirements. So let's try and do a target approach. Um, and target a certain group of farmers. So we decided to target um, all the farmers in the KT discussion groups. Now, the number of farmers in that was you know, around 134 farmers. Um, when we went through the number of people who had soil samples from last and that, there was about 114 of them had samples taken. So um, we did was we did a survey. Uh, up a survey, sent it out to all these farms and asked them to fill in the survey on lime applied, what they'd applied in 2016, what they'd applied in 2017, and what they planned to apply in 2018. So when we got that information back in, then we uh, looked at their uh, soil results, looked at the, the lime requirements needed on the farms, and we gave recommendations to all these farmers and we sent them back out to them, the recommendations needed or required on the farms. That was then followed up with a, with a phone call just to go through what the recommendations were so they fully understood what they're about. So the results of that was um, the, there was 
5,340 tonnes of lime applied overall over the over the three years. Now of that, um, 54% or 51% of that, uh, that uh, them tonnes are applied in 2018 versus 24% uh, in 16 and 9% in 17. So we three times the amount of lime applied in 18 versus the other two years. Um, so look, out of the um, 134 uh, farmers in the groups, 54% of them applied lime over the three year period. So our experience was when you did a targeted campaign as we did in 2018, there was um, a far higher percentage of farmers that did apply lime and took the advice on board. And lime is often referred to as a quick fix. How long did it take for the lime to work? Well, lime again is, look, you get one ton of lime, there is um, 350 kilos of that one ton of lime is your finely ground powder lime, like you get in your granulated lime. And then you got you, the remainder made up of your more coarse or bigger granule, which is longer acting. So look, it works very quickly within a few weeks. You'll see results very quickly with lime where the ground starts to green up and you get better grass growth. And that is that 350 kilos, that quick acting lime. It brings up a spike in the pH, brings it up fairly quickly. And then your, um, your bigger granule, your more coarser granule, I suppose, helps to maintain that over the next year or two. So results are fairly instant. So and what benefits are the farmers seeing now two years on? Um, two years on, look at farmers really see a huge benefit when it comes to their, their silage crops, uh, where they can measure the amount of bales um, they're getting in their, when they cut their silage in May and June. So the guys who would have applied the lime would be getting a better response from their fertilizer and getting, um, I suppose, getting a better yield of bales uh, per acre across the farm. And how did they determine the quantity of lime that was required to correct the soil pH? Took uh, soil samples. A lot of these samples, as mentioned, were taken during the last scheme. So they would have been taken uh, every five to eight hectares on the farm. So it was a fairly concentrated uh, area ground where the samples were taken. So based on them results, then I suppose with the information available, what parts of the farm to target and where lime was needed most. And what was the maximum rate of lime that they were able to apply in a single application? Look, the recommendation, depending on what they need to apply, you can apply up to um, three tonnes per acre. Now, look, you'd want to just, I suppose, depending on the type of ground you have, on a very dry soil, you probably could go out with that uh, rate of lime. But on your more uh, heavy type soils, you'd be inclined to go in a more, how to say, um, little and often approach. You might go up maybe a ton to maybe a ton and a half uh, per acre. And look, if there's a lot of lime required on the farm, you'd, you'd, do, you'd split it where you do uh, an application this year. And two years down the line, then you'd re uh, apply the balance of that lime. So you would. And in relation to high molybdenum soils, there would be some areas in County Longford that would have a high molybdenum soil. What was the target pH for grassland in that area? The target pH would be, look, anything um, around six uh, for your high molybdenum soil. Now, uh, so look, anything going above that is going to cause an issue with uh, copper uptake in your livestock and lead to a deficiency. 
Now, so in that scenario, you reduce the amount of lime that we would apply to that 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 area of ground. Now, look, you can also in that uh, I suppose go with the recommended amount of lime um, if you want to supplement with um, some form of copper. Now, look at in consultation with your vet, maybe come up with a program there uh, of some sort of a. A treatment to um, address the copper deficiency in that scenario. Uh, but if you weren't doing that, look, you keep your pH um, at around the six and no higher. Over 5,000 tonnes of lime was a significant achievement to get applied in the county, Shane. I suppose a question on a lot of farmers' minds is how much does it cost to correct the soil pH? Um, look, Catherine, we would recommend it there two tonnes of lime per hectare in that campaign. Now, some farms or some areas of the farm would have required more than that. But if you go and look at it, lime itself, to apply it, costs 20, 20 to 25 euros per tonne, uh, per acre, to apply it. So look, as a fertiliser or a soil, as a bowl's conditioner, it is actually very, very cheap. Um, and as mentioned earlier, if you're growing that one ton extra uh, of grass dry matter per hectare. Um, the benefits are huge versus, look, if you had to go out with uh, the equivalent amount of fertilizer and a lot of that gets locked up in the soil, you're not getting the full use of that. And uh, look from, I suppose, an efficiency point of view, you're probably, I suppose, wasting money on fertilizer when you're not getting the full use of it. So lime would be a key element, uh, the first step to, uh, I suppose, addressing soil fertility. And the cheapest uh, method of doing it is to apply lime. So Shane, when is the best time to apply lime? Look, Catherine, there's a thought out there that most people will apply lime coming into the autumn time of the year. They seem to think this is the time to do it. But look, there's no restriction on when you can apply lime. You can apply it uh, any day of the year. Look, the issues with people more going for the autumn time of the year is if you get a very wet back end, then more often than not, that lime doesn't get applied as happened in 2019. So I suppose advice we will be given to uh, clients will be apply lime whenever ground conditions permit. And look, there's cash flow there on the farm to, uh, to pay for that lime. Uh, go with that lime. It's the best money you will ever spend on, on your farm. There will be a number of farmers applying lime on bare silage ground now that second cuts have been harvested on fields that have a low cover of grass. Can slurry and lime be applied at the same time? If you go with your slurry first, Catherine, there's no issue then going with your lime look, 10 days later after that. There's no issue with that. But in the scenario where the lime is gone out first, um, it is recommended to leave uh, a gap of about three months between the application of the slurry afterwards. So it's best to go with the slurry first. There's always a lot of confusion if there's any issue applying lime and protected urea and a compound fertilizer like Tintin 20 or 18612. What's the advice for applying lime and protected urea? Look, there would have been an issue with applying lime and urea uh, that look unprotected urea, the ordinary urea that's been used for years. There would have been an issue there, but um, it'd be similar to the slurry, the similar advice, but with protected urea, which as both more farmers now are starting to use and starting to apply, there is no issue with applying um, your lime and uh, your protected urea. Just leave look a bit of a gap between both, but there's no issue with any of the ammonia being lost up to that. Here.
And in relation to applying lime and a compound fertilizer? Same scenario, no issue there. Your um, nitrogen will be quite stable in that them compound fertilizers and your lime would not have any effect on that. Finally, Shane, you've highlighted a number of benefits for applying lime and particularly increase in grass growth of up to a tonne per hectare and increase in palatability and use of nutrients. What's the possible financial return for applying lime? Catherine, I suppose to quantify it and go on to what was mentioned earlier on, look, by applying lime where you're trying to rectify your pH, bring it up to 6.2 or 3, you're growing potentially an extra tonne to a tonne and a half of grass dry matter per hectare. Now, financially, that means on a dry stock farm, an extra tonne of grass would be the equivalent of 105 euros. Uh, so the financial benefits there would be would be huge from applying that lime. Um, look, there can be benefit for every one euro spent in lime could be nearly worth up to uh, two euro in the amount of grass you grow on a beef farm and on a dairy farm it's higher again. Definitely some food for thought there, Shane. And now and in the coming months, an ideal time for applying lime. Thanks very much for joining me on the show. No problem, Catherine. Thank you for having me. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Shane for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.